Welcome to the Smart Wealthy Stylist Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Carden. Over here, we're dedicated to helping hairstylists manage their finances, stay organized, healthy, and manage their time and mental well-being. We focus on staying healthy in all areas of life and maximizing productivity. If you're a hairstylist looking for these things, then this is the podcast for you. Together, we'll avoid burnout and step into being the smartest, wealthiest stylists that we can be. Welcome back to the Smart Wealthy Stylist Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how to help your dream clients find you. I'm super excited about this one. I think that once you are serving your dream clients, you can really get into a groove and find your passion and really enjoy your time behind the chair. There's such a huge misconception whenever you first start out doing hair or if you're you know, been doing it for a long time, but you're not serving your dream clients. Like I know whenever I first started out, I would literally do everything. I did vivids and color corrections and blonding and browns and, you know, all the things. What I really, really enjoy is color services and extension services. Extension services are probably my number one just because it's such a huge transformation, but I do still enjoy color services. Once you figure out who your target market is and you really start doing mainly just that, there's such an excitement that comes to your day when you know you have a day full of getting to do what you truly love to do. So. I'm going to walk you through how to find your target market, can they find you, um, and all the things that go along with that. Uh, even go over a little bit of social media and online booking um, and all that. So the very first step is how do you find what your target market is? And when I say target market, I'm meaning the people that you want to serve, your ideal client. If you could just do one type of clientele, who would it be? So whenever I do this, I try to think, okay, when you get into a flow, like when you're working and you are just really, really enjoying what you're doing, you kind of space out because you're just like flowing, you know, you're just in the flow of highlighting or balayaging or doing that haircut or stitching in extensions, whatever it is that you get into that true flow state where you're just enjoying it, you're peaceful, you don't feel stressed out, like what is the most joyful thing that you do? Once you figure that out, you can get an idea of who your target market is. So my favorite thing, like I said, you know, once I get into stitching those extensions in and clipping them in, and then you see what it looks like afterwards, like I get into such a flow state when I'm like stitching those extensions in. I would say that is my target market. So once you figure out who your target market is, I want you to start asking yourself, where do they hang out? What do they like? What services do they want? How do they want them? You know, um, and for me, like I said, extension clients is my number one thing. So a lot of my target market clientele are on Instagram and Facebook. And so I start going on there and looking for them, you know, looking for who my ideal clientele would be. Page on Facebook, 
that is all about hair extensions and there's a lot of people that go on there looking for extension artists so i interact with that page a lot and i've actually gotten like two or three clients off there that happen to be somewhat local i had one drive from kansas city one drive from springfield and now they have become full-time clients and um it's just been really interesting to see how when you start interacting where when you know who your target market is and you start interacting with who your potential target market could be they come or they start looking for you and then that brings me to my next question can they find you when your dream client is looking for a new stylist do they know where to look knowing who your target market is will also kind of dictate where you put yourself on social media or other platforms that your target market can find you so if your target market is a 21 year old you that once blonding lived in color you know you're probably going to find her on TikTok or Instagram she's probably not going to have a Facebook um she's probably not going to be on the next door app or um she may be looking on Google or Yelp you know for reviews this younger generation is totally different than like I'm 32 and so this younger generation that's coming up a lot of them aren't on Instagram. They hate how salesy it is and how many people are just always constantly trying to sell on there. It's just become very like influencer culture thing. They, they don't want it. So they're on Snapchat or Instagram or not Instagram, Snapchat or TikTok because there's not a lot of influencing going on on those platforms. Um, marketing can't really touch it. So they just really like hanging out over there. And if they want to find something out, they Google it or they Yelp it. Like they don't have time to mess around and like search hashtags and all that stuff. They're looking at who has the best reviews in their area. But say your clientele is 50 or 60 something um, transitioning into gray you're probably going to want to be on the next door app you might want to be on facebook you might want to be on google and yelp um they're not going to be hanging out on instagram typically or TikTok or snapchat um you just have to figure out who your target market is where are they hanging out where are they on social media what groups are they in and um you're your target market will find you because you are po posting pictures and information on the platforms that they're hanging out on. And then when you find those groups that they're hanging out on, you need to interact in those groups. Um, like I said, you know, by interacting on that hair extension help page, I have gained some clientele because they had terrible extension installs from other stylists and they just wanted someone that they felt like they could truly trust. One major thing that I think so many stylists miss out on um, when it comes to clientele finding them is not having a website. Having a website is the number one thing that you need to do as a business professional. And on that website, you need to have who you are, the services that you offer, and in those service packages or however you price yourself, clear pricing clear descriptions like you need to describe it like you're describing it to a sixth grader they're not going to know the lingo you need to put it so anyone could understand it you also need to showcase how you do your services you know how long does it take um 
what type of experience is it? Is this a, are you super fast and efficient or are you, you know, are they going to be in your chair for five hours and you're super meticulous and, or are you the type of stylist that gives hand and scalp massages? Do you do hot towel treatments? Are you into luxury or is this like an express service thing where you just want to get people in and out and they're, you know, they're moms and they're busy and they really, really love that you're quick, you know? by knowing truly who your target market is you can zone in on those areas on your website and really speak to your clientele about who you are and what you're offering them when your target market googles you and you come up and there's this beautiful professional looking website that has all of this information you're accessible everything's explained there's pictures of you the space what you offer these people are going to feel so at ease knowing that they are choosing the exact right stylist for them and speaking of google that brings me to something else so whenever you create your website and you're speaking to your target market like mine's extensions so all over my website it talks about invisible bead extensions sewn in hair extension method you know lots of terminology saying extensions in it so when people google hair extensions in joplin i'm one of the first one that pops up because i have integrated the word extensions all over my website that's called search engine optimization so whenever people google extensions in joplin that's all over my website so of course my website's going to pop up right there and that's so important to make sure that all of your web pages and stuff have those keywords integrated in them so that people can easily find you. And then also with Google, having a Google business page where people can look at your pictures, people can read reviews of actual clients, people can see pictures of the salon, of what you've done, it is just so reassuring to them people trust google people trust reviews people trust what other people say about a salon if you don't have google or yelp yelp is also one of those things that you absolutely have to have even if like yelp is a dirty word almost like it drives hairstylists crazy because like i have five reviews on yelp and you can't see any of them because yelp didn't accept them that's okay I still have pictures that I post regularly on there. People can see the pictures. It's search engine indexed. You can see where my salon's at. There's information about who I am and what I offer. Like I'm still speaking to my clients in my target market, clearly. Um, but Yelp is nuts. And like sometimes people say, oh, I'm not paying them for their ads, so they're not posting my reviews. I don't know if that's true or not because none of my reviews have ever been accepted, but I'm okay with that because if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, it does show them. You just have to click the tab open. But with Google and Yelp, as long as you're posting consistently, I know that as I post more consistently on Yelp that the reviews will start to be accepted because if you're not posting consistently and then all of a sudden all these reviews just show up, they're going to think it's inauthentic or it's, you know, it's, it's fake or bot reviews or whatever. Like the good thing with Yelp is you cannot buy reviews. You can't um, ask for them. Like if someone clicks a link, to leave a review on your page, it won't be accepted because they think you're asking for reviews. So 
that's good and bad, but Yelp's reviews can definitely be trusted because they are from legit people telling their story about you, your business, and your service. Google and Yelp are going to be the future of social media. There's so much crazy stuff going on with social media. Um, Instagram is on the way out. Like, I truly believe that. And I listened to a lot of Brett Siva's stuff. And um, I remember a few years ago, she was like, yeah, social media is going to be, you know, Instagram is going to be out of here in five years. And, you know, everyone thought she was crazy, but I totally could see how that would happen. And now that Instagram has been bought by Facebook, there's a whole lot of controversy about that too, because, you know, Facebook lost 32% of their profits last year. Like when you think about that, that's a whole lot of profits that have been lost. And, you know, with a big corporation like that, I seriously doubt they're operating at like 50%, but even so, if they were operating at 50% profit margin and they lost 32% profit margin, they're operating off of 18%. Think about you in your life and say you were operating, you know, 50% take home pay out of your salon and something happens to where you, you're only taking 18% home. That would make a huge impact in your finances, right? Well, this is a multi-billion dollar company that just lost 32% of its profit margins. Like it's going down. And I truly think that Google and Yelp are going to be the future because no one wants to be sold to anymore. And, you know, this whole verified program where you can buy your blue check mark and stuff. I like that they're adding, you know, a layer of security with that. And that's what's making it really um, appealing to people who are wanting to protect their accounts that they've worked so hard to build up. And I think that that's admirable. I think that's great if you want to do that. But what it is, is they're trying to offset their profit loss and they're doing it in a smart way. I mean, they have some of the best masterminds and, you know, smart marketing people working for them. But even so, it's probably going down. And once Instagram fades away, Google and Yelp are going to be the only things that are going to be left. Um, TikTok is either going to be bought by U.S. tech company, probably Mark Zuckerberg, (laughs) or um, it could be shut down in the U.S. altogether. Government officials already don't have access to TikTok on their phones, um, and it's actually already in Congress. It's going through like a bipartisan act. Both both sides of the fence are uh, considering banning TikTok in the U.S., Um, So that could very well happen. Like it's a pretty shaky foundation if you're trying to build um, a clientele base there. I don't think it's a bad idea to post videos there, but don't be thinking that that's gonna be your number one way to gain clientele. And with Google and Yelp, as long as you're posting consistently to them, you are going to build up a huge layer of trust. And as long as you're asking for reviews from your clients, people trust reviews. So. You know, there is uncertainty with Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, you know, but there are other options. And, you know, what will you do? What say, say Instagram does crash or it gets sold or goes downhill or however, however Instagram and Facebook go, what would happen to your business if that social media wasn't there? How would you post? Where would you post? How would you engage with your target market clients? Google and Yelp are going nowhere. And they're actually owned by the same company, but they're going nowhere. 
And I think it's super imperative that you build up a really good, beautiful Google and Yelp and a really solid website because that's how people are going to find you. And that's how you're going to interact with your clients. When your clients do find you, how are you speaking to them? Are you communicating to them the services that you offer and the experience that you offer? Um, Client experience and the perceived value that you're giving out are so important. Um, And whatever example you set on social media needs to be real life. So when these clients come to you and they see what you're offering, they need that from you, make sure that you're actually providing what you're advertising. So, you know, if you're wanting to show this beautiful, luxurious space and you're giving hand massages and shoulder massages and hot towel treatments at the shampoo bowl, and then they come in and those are like stock photos and that's not actually where you work. And, um, you're not doing hot towel treatments or hand massages or shoulder massages in the chair. They're going to be like, what the heck I signed up for, you know, what this looked like on her website. And this is what I'm getting. Like, they're not going to come back. So whenever you're putting out your, your perceived value, make sure it is legit. Like whatever you're offering your clients, make sure that you're actually offering it to them. Make it really, really clear, you know, and, and also like, how long do you take? What, um, services are they getting? You know, just very, very clear message there. People want to know what they're getting is legit. And then on your service menu on your website, make sure it is also super clear. Niche down and, you know, try to make your your menu items the least amount as possible. If there's way too many things, like if you charge a la carte, it can be kind of overwhelming. So you may need to create some package things so that clients can select what they want online if you are going to online booking. Clients want online booking. They want to be able to book from the comfort of their own homes. Um, So niche down on that, speak to that, get in depth and show lots of pictures. Make packages very clear. And so like on my packages, my get fresh package, it says get fresh 120 up to two hours long. And it says, This package includes touching up your roots, all over color refresh, gray coverage, or a full toner or glaze. This package also includes a haircut, blow dry, and style. It tells you what I do, what the extras are, how long it takes, and how much it is. And so those people can just click the book now button and then click the package that they want. Because of online booking, before I have my, I use Vagaro and I absolutely love Vagaro. It has been so awesome. Um, Whenever they make their appointments, they have to fill out a contact form. And on that contact form, they have to fill in their name, address, email, birth date, anniversary date, favorite snacks, favorite food. Um, I think that's everything. And the great thing is that when my clients come in, there's a perceived value. A lot of times um, I will have their favorite food or their favorite beverage that they put on my booking app on the counter waiting for them. And that just brings so much value to them. They love it. They feel special. They get a text or a card on their birthday or anniversary. Like there's so many different things that you can do to elevate your client experience. 
And just allowing them to book online at their convenience is so huge for them. I've, I've had so many clients text me and say, oh my gosh, I just love this online booking. It makes everything so much easier. So they're loving it. I really want you to be able to do what you love to do behind the chair. It's such a good feeling being in that flow state and being in so much happiness and joy, doing what you love, doing the services that you love. I want you to be able to experience that too. And I want you to be able to do it with ease. I want you to be able to speak to your target market clientele for them to be able to find you and to know that they are choosing the exact stylist for them to get the exact service that they want. I know this was a quick episode, but I just wanted to get it out there for you. Um, so in conclusion, some actionable steps that you can take is number one, discover your target market. Do that brain dump, figure out exactly who it is that you want to speak to. Start interacting with your target market on social media is number two. Reflect on your target market. Reflect only your target market on all social media platforms and website, meaning only put out there the stuff that you want to attract into your business. So like on your social media accounts, don't be posting vivid colors if you're wanting to step away from vivids. Only post the stuff that you are wanting to do. The next one is create website offering packages that speak to your target market. Show them exactly what you're doing, how you do it, how long it takes, how much it is, and exactly what they can expect from you. And last but not least, make sure that you have a Google business and a Yelp account set up and ask your clients for reviews. Some simple verbiage would be like, hey, I just set up my Google account. If you're happy with your hair, I would just love it if you would go and leave me a review. It would really help me out. Super quick and easy. Everyone's more than welcome to or more than happy to do it. So give that a try. Let me know if these help you at all. Um, feel free to send me a DM if you need any more verbiage. Um, I just appreciate you guys so much for listening to the podcast. I've had several of you reach out lately and just say, hey, I'm listening to the podcast. You know, this is really encouraging or this has helped me. And I just love it when you guys do that. It really makes it all worthwhile. And um, continue to do that. Let me know if there's any uh, topics that you want me to cover. I would be glad to cover them. So I hope you guys have a fantastic day and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening in today. If you have a burning question or a topic you want me to cover, leave a review and ask the question in the review. This is the best way to get your questions answered. Just remember, you are a smart, wealthy stylist and you are capable of anything you set your mind to. I'll catch you later. Don't be a stranger.